Welcome to Politics in the Pulpit, a joint public issues team podcast. This is the second of our Advent Reflections for 2021. There is a prayer that I return to repeatedly over the Christmas period. Although the author is unknown, it was published by Christian Aid in 1985. It uses the imagery of the shepherds at the manger and describes them as looking level-eyed into the face of God. I use the prayer so often because it seems to sum up perfectly what the Incarnation is about. God in Christ, allowing us to look upon God's face. In the prayer, the shepherds are described as the poorest and simplest of earthly folk. In traditional understanding, the dwelling place of the Eternal is in the heaven above, and in this image of the shepherds gazing into the face of Jesus, we see the divine coming down from heaven and the shepherds being lifted above their station to meet God. Just prior to this, the angels have appeared to the shepherds and told them of Christ's birth, and the multitude declared, Peace on earth. One of the six hopes of the Joint Public Issues team is a society that actively seeks peace. So as we reflect on the Gospel reading set for this second Sunday in Advent, we reflect on peace. Luke chapter 3 verses 1 to 6 In the fifteenth year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Eturia and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. This is the first of two weeks, when the passages focus on John the Baptist, with this passage setting the scene for his ministry, and seeing it as a prophecy fulfilled. How do you respond to the red and blue lines that appear as you write on your computer or tablet? Are you happy that you are being corrected and that your choice of word or phrasing is being challenged? Or do you secretly get annoyed with the constant interference with your creativity? When I click on the blue line, invariably it tells me I am writing with a passive voice and I should consider revising it. I do not feel very passive as I tell the computer to ignore it. And then, the moment I write another sentence, the blue line reappears where it was. Maybe this says a lot about my writing style and a lot more about my inner peace and patience. Being a person of peace and being passive are often conflated in today's world. Peace is viewed as that serene, soft focus place removed from the hustle and bustle and disagreements of modern life. Often peace is portrayed as an individual state where we can be at peace with ourselves in an oasis of calm far away from others and society. There is nothing passive in the quote from Isaiah 40 
the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. The prophecy is that someone will come to physically clear the way for God, that valleys and mountains shall be levelled, paths straightened and rough edges hewn away. Our gospel passage identifies John the Baptist as the voice crying in the wilderness. He is not passive. Even his name is active, John the Baptist, the one who baptises. Does not just speak of what is to come, but physically performs actions that will prepare the way of the Lord. God's peace is not passive. The incarnation is our God acting in our world. The shepherds looking level-eyed into the face of God are the valleys being filled and the hills being made low. God removes the boundaries between the divine and the world so that the poorest and simplest of earthly folk can look level-eyed into the face of God. This is the essence of peace on earth that the angels sang about and it is the basis for working for peace. Peace is not passive. Peace is the coming together of sides that have been separated, factions that have been defined and divided themselves by their differences. Peace is the valley being filled and the hills being made low so they can look level-eyed at each other and coexist. Just a word of caution at this point. Just as much as peace isn't passive, so peace isn't making all things the same. True peace allows for difference to exist in harmony. There is a danger with the imagery of valleys filled and hills lowered that implies uniformity. The strength of this imagery of the incarnation and the Isaiah 40 prophecy is that it is about bringing sides together to interact. Just as the incarnation is God intervening in our world to bring us peace, so God expects us not to be passive, but to actively seek to bring together in peace those things which are separated. Jesus declares in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Jesus is calling us to be active in bringing all together in peace. Those who do so will be called the children of God. As we preach in this season of Advent, consider the sides that need to be brought together to look level-eyed at each other. Where are the divisions in the church? Are there factions in the communities you serve? What are the issues that divide us in our country and globally too? What can be done to bring the hills and valleys together? John the Baptist is described as a voice crying out in the wilderness. How often do we feel ourselves to be in the wilderness when we call for, demand or simply dream of a different world? The lesson we have from John is that he acted, proclaiming a baptism for repentance and the forgiveness of sins. As we recognise the areas of conflict in our churches, communities and wider afield, are there practical challenges we can make to our congregations that will move us from crying in the wilderness to making straight the crooked paths of the world? The season of Advent is a season of preparation, a reminder to us as Christians and churches that we are called with John the Baptist to prepare the way of the Lord. God acted, 
decisively in history to bring together humanity and the divine. And as a result of that action, we can all look level-eyed into the face of God and know peace. If we seek to prepare the way of the Lord by bringing together hills and valleys, we shall begin to be known as the children of God. Thank you for joining this Politics in the Pulpit podcast, brought to you by the Joint Public Issues Team. Thanks again to Cathy Bird for reading the Gospel. Next week, we continue with John the Baptist, and we look and hope for a just economy that enables flourishing of all life.